love you. Welcome back, potatoes. Come on over and sit here on the couch with us because we're continuing that uh that speedy and 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 angry playlist that you all know and love. Speedy and angry. Vroom, vroom. And we're talking the fast and the furious Tokyo Drift. And uh, we brought the thes back. You know, we had replaced them with yeah. twos. Now we brought the thes back. And uh, t- this is still not the episode to go off on it, though. Do you think that you say the semicolon? Do you say the Fast and the Furious semicolon Tokyo Drift? No, I think you just give it an annoying pause so that they know it's a subtitle. Oh, okay. So it's the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. That's right. (laughs) I was waiting in an anticipate. Anyways, so... (laughs) I am the Green Traveler, by the way. I haven't said that yet, but I'm the Green Traveler. I come from a little planet called Gorsh. Uh, it's very far away. The government doesn't want you to know about it. It's only five families. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a little more. They've branched off. Well, I mean, I guess technically Erickson and Layla, they're they're kind of brothers and sisters. So I guess they're still kind of the same family, but they took a different name. Oh, okay. So they're yeah. trying to do their own thing. Yeah, Gorshin, Gorshin, like. Family laws are just really weird and complex, and but but we're the green ones, yeah, you know the green aliens. That's us. We're the Gorshans. Uh, we're depicted very poorly in media, and it still pisses me off to this day. But I know, man. Uh, it, it's just they just don't understand. And I mean, no. you know, you think you you invite people into your home, you introduce them to your sex dungeon, and you think that they'd be grateful. I know I right? sure was. I'm right? a faceless Leo. Thank you. I am uh, an amorphous person. That's that's the best that I can come up with. Uh, some people argue the person part, but I think that's just plain rude. I mean, nah, that's you. fair. This is a. I mean, I would I would say humanoid, but I don't want to be humanoid? offensive. Yeah. Well, see though, I I'm more of a I'm more of a jelly, you know. Mm, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. I just I just kind of stack myself. I can make myself rigid when I wish. Yeah. You're like a who, what's the you're like a clay clayface from DC yeah. comics a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I described it that way to to somebody. Good, good. He's probably based off of you, isn't he? He's, he's a He my, yeah, recent. he came a little bit after me. Uh, I wonder if somebody from the government got into comics and then just started like, "Oh, yeah, I remember experiment almost oops. gave your experiment number away." Shit. <laughs> Shit, man. I mean, yeah. So far, I mean, we're we're telling all the stuff that they gave away in the those papers. They didn't give shit away in those papers. If you <laughs> if you tell them my serial number, then they're gonna be real pissed because yeah, it's also yeah. the combination to the mint. Fuck, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> this is we a podcast about vroom movies and vroom oh. TV. Those vroom vroom sounds. Yeah, we're talking to, uh, Fast and Furious, and uh, we're talking the weird one. The weird one, yes. Yeah, we mentioned the last uh, last episode that just like Halloween, when the third one came around, they were like, let's mix it up. Halloween had a good reason. You know, they wanted it to be an anthology series originally. They did the first one. When it ended, they were like, all right, we have to wrap up that story. Let's do a quick sequel. You know, it was too... too too cliffhangery for them. They the, the producers wanted it, so they they did a sequel. And then when the third one came around, I think 
uh, John Carpenter was still producing. I don't think he he didn't have anything to do with it director wise, but um, you know he wanted that anthology story that they originally had to continue. So that's why the third one is the way it was. And then when it bombed so fucking hard, they're like, "Let's go back to Michael. He made money." So that's what they did. The Fast and the Furious, like I don't know whose fucking decision it was to like <laughs> look at everything they did in the first one, look at everything they did in the second one. They're like, all right, what worked in the first one? Vin Diesel. Yeah, and then he had to do Chronicles of Riddick, so we lost him. But but Paul <laughs> Walker did pretty good and he he brought it back in the second one really well. So what should we do for the third one? Fuck it. New cast. <laughs> like, whose decision was this? Uh I don't Come know. On. I feel like I feel like they c- should have been able at the very least to get paul walker like i feel like i should have done research into why he didn't come back i'm sure he was doing some other movie i did read after we did the review for uh too fast too furious that vin diesel was worried that a sequel would taint the first movie and honestly i think we both agreed that the second one was honestly felt like a better movie yeah it did it had, had more of a connecting storyline i really enjoy something about that first movie i don't know what it is i mean it's just baseless stupidity (laughs) (laughs) and that's and that's nice sometimes though but like that's that's, you know sometimes you need those movies that it's just like i am at at the very least i am a competent film that has fun moments and yes, I am very stupid, but that's you know that's right. fine. You're but here to empty your brain. It felt like it was trying to say something. I'm not sure what it was, but it was trying to say something. And maybe Vin saw that too. Maybe he knew what it was trying to say. Vin knew what it was trying to say, and he wanted to leave it at that. It was trying to say it was about family. It's about family. He's like you're messing it up, going to Japan and Tokyo. But I'll be there. <laughs> but that's what we're doing. We, they, they went to they went to Tokyo Drift, which it, this is 2006, so I think mm-hmm. it's a few years after the last one. Like they got Justin Lin to direct, and even though this is the this is the weird kid, this is the 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 child you put in a corner. Yeah, Tokyo Drift is the black sheep. I thought you were talking about uh, Lucas Black. No, sorry. Uh, I, yeah, the movie sure. Tokyo Drift is uh, it's the black sheep of the of the franchise, I would say. And Definitely. despite that, the director Justin Lin comes back to direct the next three movies and F Nine. He came back for F Nine as well. He, he the only ones huh. he didn't direct were one, two, seven, and eight, and eight and a half well, maybe. You know, I'm gonna say it straight up. Okay, you know, if this didn't have Fast and Furious on the title. If it was called Tokyo Drift, I wouldn't think it was a bad movie. Oh, really? Like, it's not like the, I don't know, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. And if, yeah. if you're talking, especially if you're talking about a fast race car movie, there's some really laughable moments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, w- I would say the directing at least is good. The, the, uh, the I mean, the action directing, let me, let me right. specify. Yeah. The race the, the good. Yeah. Yeah. The racing are great and i really enjoy all the all the car work in this it's it's a lot of yeah. fun and you know it's also unlike the first two even though paul walker loses some races every now and then but they're like this yeah. one you really don't think that lucas black's character is 
gonna win some of these races no. because he he's he's not doing the greatest. It doesn't seem like he's really connected with his car. When he gets to Tokyo, they're all about drifting, as the title specifies. Right. And being a being a white boy American, he doesn't drift. He just races. So he's got to learn a whole new racing uh, technique. And so right. it just uh, it, you know it, it throws him for a loop. And so like watching him in those racing scenes is fun because he's having you can see that lucas black who does again does a good job during the racing scenes i'll say as an actor you see him feeling like a little anxious about the race where he's just like he's still having fun but there's some moments where he's just like oh shit i don't know what the fuck i'm doing and i don't know if i'm gonna win this and i mean you saw that with paul walker too but like i just want to give props to to lucas black during those scenes and during the, the direction of those scenes because those are fun yeah. I see why Justin Lin came back because he really understands how to capture that racing feel. Sure, and that's, yeah. Would, it's yeah. definitely needed later on. <clears throat> there was also some fun Hot Wheels in in this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, especially uh, Bow Wow's car. Uh, Twinkie is the character's name. He's got a car that look. It's a van that looks as if the Incredible Hulk is trying to explode from it. Yeah. And it's it's pretty fun. So there's like big huge boot prints and fists like punching uh through the aluminum siding or the right the body. I don't know fucking I don't know. Good graphics. Good yeah. On the well, car. I like, mean I I think they actually decals. made those molds. Yeah, they Well that's what yeah, I meant yeah. I meant to say decals. I, I graphics as in decal. Right. Sure. Whatever, sure. paintwork. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, I don't know yeah. cars. <laughs> I don't know cars either. We both just proved it. Uh, so you know, if you are a car oh, lover that. and these are your favorite movies in the world, I'm sorry. We we're taking a more a, a very critical eye to these movies that we don't really know too much about this actual subject right. matter. So I mean. I feel like the critical eye is going to start going away in the next few movies. Like we're going to – because the, the, the filmmakers and the actors themselves start having more fun with this. They right. stop taking it, it as seriously. It's still trying to be a movie obviously. It's still trying right. to entertain. I feel like from here on out, maybe – spoilers, who knows? I, I really – I've only seen each movie like once or twice. But with with Tokyo Drift, it still seems just so – poorly put together in regards to the story of it like what they were trying to right. tell yeah there's no overall purpose for this film it's not they're not even trying to have fun they're like they're i don't know if there is if there is a like moral to the story or point to this movie it is to be responsible for your own messes oh. if, if it's anything it's that I thought it was if you have if you're attracted to a girl who's dating somebody, you get in each other's faces and yell at each other a lot. You and the other guy that is, and you, you yeah. just stare each other down. And then before you both decide to kill each other with like a wrench or something, you say, "Let's fucking race for her instead," because she's not a person with her own thoughts yeah. and feelings and wants yeah. to say something about who she wants to be oh, with. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, gross. We're gonna race. It's gross. But I think it happens three times in this movie. And twice of them are with the same girl. <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot about the cheerleader or whatever. 
She might not yeah, have been a cheerleader, beginning. but her boyfriend was uh, like the quarterback or something in the very beginning of yeah. the movie. That's how it opens up. He's just having a conversation with a girl where like they're not even flirting. They're just talking like normal human beings. And then he comes up. He's like, hey, why are you talking about girlfriend, man? Yeah, and it's just fuck? like, oh, here we go. We're fighting now. You got a trash car, <laughs> man. Uh, that guy's name is uh, Zachary Ty Bryan. I just know that he was in Home Improvement. Oh, just... fuck, it was that kid. The older son? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he looked familiar. I just didn't, I didn't. The whole time I was watching that opening scene, I was like, that fucking guy. Who the fuck is that guy? Home Improvement must have happened much earlier than I thought it did. 91 through 99. But he does look like he's a 30-year-old, which is like he... <sighs> but I guess he is like early 20s. Because it's yeah. only 2006 when this came out, so they probably filmed it 2004 or five. I thought everybody that was supposed to be a high schooler looked like an adult. I mean, obviously, right? They probably were. Yeah. But Lucas Black trying to be a high schooler when he's like clearly 28 or 29. <laughs> I know. I, I was like, geez, this guy. Yeah, it's great. He's supposed to be like 17. No, like 17. <laughs> uh, no. But I don't think we've really done the synopsis of this. No, I was going to say, though, another mainstay that came from this film was writer Chris Morgan. Uh, he did all of the films except for F9. So he didn't, oh. he, didn't do, he didn't do The Fast and The Furious or Too Fast and Too Furious or F9. He, but he did all of them in between, starting with this one. Wow. So like, he, he's also the writer of uh, other films like Cellular... And wanted. I don't remember if you remember the Angelina wanted, Jolie I film. Like, want, I, I, yeah. I, I, well, I can't say that's a good movie. It's honestly been yeah. a long time that I, since I watched it, but I remember first watching it being like, hell yeah. Yeah. All I remember I'm is Curvin Bullets. And some bullets. And he, he also was one of the writers responsible for the Tom Cruise Mummy remake, which. Uh, I'll let that slide. There was like, I think, four, four other authors involved with that. So. I've never seen it. Can't say. You've seen the one trailer though with the, with the the bad audio, audio fucked up. The bad audio. Oh, I love yeah. that. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, the 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 summary for this for this movie it's real simple. Lucas Black, you know, he's a bad kid. He's racing all the time. Of oh, Shane, what's the name? Shane, Sean, Sean, I think. Sean, Sean Boswell, Sean Boswell, lovely character. I mean, he's top one hundred best best movie characters ever created. He, he's he's racing. He causes a lot of property damage. Um, does some bad shit really early on in the film. And his mom or his dad, whoever his parent is, I can't remember. They're like, "Well, I can't take care of you anymore. I'm shipping you out to Tokyo." I don't remember why. He goes out to uh, Tokyo. Uh, so he so he's gotten in trouble so many times that yeah. like I guess. They're like, hey, if you move to a different school, we won't throw them in juvie. But that happened so many times that finally cut up with caught up with them. And they're like, hey, listen, unless you want him to go to, to jail, send him to live with his dad in Tokyo. We know he's out there. Yeah. All right, his dad's out there. That's right. Or her mo- his mom was like, okay, listen, if nothing else is going to work, he's got a dad in Tokyo. Just don't yeah. send my kid to, to, to juvie. I mean, let's be honest. Your kid going to juvie is probably the best thing for his career right now because his it life is been. fucked. <laughs> he goes to Tokyo. He discovers racing, and he, well, he's he's already discovered racing, but he discovers racing in Tokyo is more drift based. They're fast. all about that drift. Yeah, real fast and drifting around all the corners. It's all about that. All about that drift. And <laughs> in you know, parking he, garages. 
Yeah, so he he sets his sights on this uh, lady, uh, I believe played by Natalie Kelly. Yep, and she plays Neela. Neela. And she is the the girlfriend of the Drift King. I think it's DK. Yeah, for Drift King, yeah. But for whatever reason, I mean, whatever reason being Natalie Kelly's character... Uh, Luke Splack's like, I'm gonna beat him, and I'm gonna become the Drift King. Uh, fuck yeah, male to- toxic masculinity. Yeah. <sighs> and so he he goes, he gets taken under the umbrella of Han. The first time uh, the Fast and the Furious franchise has seen Han, we we questioned whether he was in the first one. I'm, I'm uh-huh. re I just finished editing that, and <laughs> we had we had talked in that, and I was like, was Han in this? I can't remember if Han was in this. Nope, Tokyo Drift is the first film he's in. Here he is, and uh, spoiler alert, he dies. Don't worry, that doesn't matter. It's a funny scene in this, because they're racing again, and they're racing in the streets of Japan, and, well, they're not, no, they're not racing, they're... they're running for their life, of, I think. Yeah, they're running for their lives, that's right, and... And he gets like T-boned, and his car explodes. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> pretty. It wasn't pretty. And, it wasn't and, pretty. and you know, that's like, why you don't have Nos, man. Uh, yeah, that's why you don't have Nos. And so, okay, I don't think this is a spoiler to say that this movie takes place in between. They've decided, or or they've come out and said that it takes place yeah. between six and seven of the franchise. Yeah. It's it's not a spoiler. At this time period when this came out, this was just a weird offshoot that it's like, I don't know when it takes place. And then Han's in the fourth one and everybody's like, don't worry about it. And it's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. Just let it be the movie. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's not a spoiler, though. It's uh, it is It does take place between six and seven. And I don't know. I still I am still all on the team does not need to happen when it comes to this film in regards to the franchise. Right. And if you take the fast and the furious out, I still just don't think it needs to happen. Like there's nothing gained from this film. Really? It's no. Well, I mean, yeah, if it was, but I'm just saying if it had absolutely no tie to this and this movie came out, people would still be like, yeah, that was a fun movie. Yeah, but I don't know if it would have been watched. That's the other question. Well, it definitely got more viewers because of The Fast and the Furious. I would say that, definitely. But, I mean, if it came out like as, like, I don't know, a Sundance film or something, people would be like, yeah, it was okay. I mean, it almost ended the franchise from what I know. Like, I thought it, uh, I don't think the next one came out for another four or five years. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that the franchise only exists because of Paul Walker. It was just such a big turn from from the rest of it. But honestly, there's stuff I really enjoy about this movie more than the other two. But yeah, the 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 way that they tackle Neela's storyline is so bogus. And like, there's that scene where she's driving and like they're just talking, like it's just a normal thing, and just every once in a while she'll turn the wheel. And then she <laughs> again a little bit, and she's talking about her mom. And I swear to God, that was the first time she had an Australian accent. I swear. I didn't even know she had an accent throughout this whole film. She started saying just a few things with with an accent, and oh, she man. did live in Australia for a while. The actress did, but I swear she did not have. She had an American accent up until this scene, and it was just a few words. 
yeah. uh, about her mom being from Australia and, and shit. I didn't I didn't notice it, but I also I, I mean I don't have loud speakers. I kind of have given in to being deaf a deaf old person <laughs> by now and just like go full subtitles and keep it quiet. But I mean I I, I keep it loud enough that I can hear it. But yeah, I, I wasn't what I didn't hear the the accent the, game. The but difference. I mean, it was literally just a few words in there. Like she said, kids, you know. Kids. And, <laughs> yeah. Back when we were kids. And, and good eye might. She, I don't think she ever said good day, mate. <laughs> Say it with me. Good eye might. <laughs> good eye might. Good eye might. Rise up lights. <laughs> That's another one I learned. If you want to say razor blades, you say rise up lights. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Australians. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. And, and you know, may, I don't know if she actually has an accent or not. And I'm sorry, uh, Natalie Kelly, that I'm calling you out specifically. I feel like it was probably like somebody else's choice. Like, at for when they filmed the first part of the movie or or she like what decided that the character had an american accent for the first part of the movie and then they when she was just naturally talking they're like hey we like your accent you should put it in the right. movie and right. i can see that happening it definitely felt inconsistent to me yeah i mean i was just so not attached to any of the characters i i mean i feel like the only character i really kind of liked was uh uh twinkie um, yeah, I, like I, I, I liked Han. I like Han, but like I like Han also be, more because I know he's in future installments and I've seen him more. So I, I feel like when I rewatched it, I was more attached to his character for that reason. But yeah, Bow Wow so, was just funny. Like I really just enjoyed his character. Like he he was one that I I was just like, why can't we focus more on him? Like him and his relationship with uh, Lucas Black was more enjoyable than Lucas Black's relationship with Natalie Kelly in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but you know, there's gotta be a little bit of romance. Romance is fine, but like why can't we focus on bromance too? Yeah, yeah. Bow Wow needed sure. a friend. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I definitely like every single one of these movies, it definitely seems like it focuses on the white guy. Which is like the fuck. Like almost everybody else in all of these movies are are not white like the main focus on characters but they only make the white guy the protagonist but yeah. hopefully that changes later i i, I feel like vin definitely becomes the the main character yeah yeah he be, i mean for rightfully so he's the one that yeah. ca- he, he carries he, he is vin diesel yeah, he's vin diesel <laughs> but, he's only one the shoulders wide enough maybe the rock i feel like the the focus on the characters starts to spread more spread out more with later right. films like we do start to focus on all of the family rather than just one specific relationship cool. uh maybe i'm wrong again I, I haven't watched them in years but i don't know i yeah lucas black's character just isn't the one to focus on in this in my opinion because like he's very not likable he has he has a he has a charming side to him, but yeah, and he's got some redeeming qualities. Like yeah, he does stick up for people, except for that one kid at the beginning. Yeah, well, okay, I was just about to bring that up. Like that part when I saw that as a kid, like freaked me out. I was like, they're painting his belly. Is that like yeah. super painful or something? And my dad explained like that it's a lot of pressure yeah it's kind of scary like these bullies just grab this kid and start painting his belly purple in mechanic class 
Like the best yeah. mechanic class that there ever could fucking be. Yeah, uh, they're working at like a legit body shop. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyhow, Sean grabs this big old wrench and walks back there. Then he decides to walk away. I think he was like, all right, maybe it's not worth causing the trouble. But apparently it is over this this blonde girl that you just met today. Right. Yeah, exactly. He goes from like, I'm not going to protect this kid who's getting bullied, even though this would be a greater character moment for our, you know, our hero that we're going to follow for the entire fucking thing. No, let's have him walk away from that, turn around and be like, oh, wow, she's hot. <laughs> let's, right, let's fucking race a guy over this. That was her choice, though. Later, he does stick up for bullies, but it's not like a it's not like a developing moment for him. You know, it, it's just another yeah. it's just another scene where he's just like he has the exact same thing where he walks in on something. And he's just like, oh, somebody's getting bullied. I'm going to go stop it. And right. it's like it's it's great. Like, finally, you did that. But it, it should either be a developing moment or already established that that's his character. Right. Right. And it's neither. <laughs> I, I'm with you. Yeah. So I guess we can move on to closing statements. I, I do feel I do feel like I want to give a little bit of a, a tip of the hat to uh, Sung Kang, who plays Han as well. There's this sage moment or whatever you want to call it between him and Lucas, where he explains his like philosophy on life slash why he gave Sean a chance. And I thought that was a really good moment. I, and, and I just want to tip my hat to you, sir. So... What do you got for a closing statement? Would you give it a face? Yeah, I, I'll give it a face. I I enjoyed watching it. Like honestly, I still enjoyed this one more than I enjoyed the first one. Really? Yeah. I I, I mean, there's some really fun stuff they do with the races. I mean, what am I gonna say? And then there are is some ridiculousness to this movie that I think makes gives it a little bit more enjoyable. Uh, enjoyability yeah. <laughs> for, for me compared to the first one uh but i i think I, I don't know honestly i might even like it a little bit more than the second one. Oh wow it, it's just it, it, there's just a kind of a goofiness to it it feels a little bit like they were trying to make an anime show <laughs> We'll come back to that in the sixth movie. I'm so excited for that moment. <laughs> there, there, there is a specific moment in the sixth film that is like straight from an anime, and I'm like, oh, I know you guys were trying for this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I'm so happy. You, I feel like they, I feel like Justin well, Lin was kind of working that in because there are there are hints because I agree with you. There, there are moments in this where it kind of feels like it's a bit, bit anime, and it's like right. I mean, and you know, they're in Tokyo, and they are all, all about that in, in, right, in right. culture. So I, I feel like it, it might just have felt like a, a natural fit in the location, but with the gang elements and the races and and the big flashy cars and the outfits, even it felt like an, it, it felt like it was trying to be an anime. In a time where where anime was, I would say was less popular in the U.S. It was picking up popularity, but uh, it definitely is way more popular. Fifteen years later, now total agreement. This is my least favorite of the franchise so far, um, and I feel like even without the Fast and Furious tacked on, I still would not like this film. It is goofier, but there's no. 
point of the story. It's just he goes there, he causes rough, and then he's just like, I want to take that guy down and take his place. And it's like, okay, I don't care for this kind of a story. Like, it, there's no sure. there's no drive. It's not about power. It's just about a title and, like, who cares about this title? It's it's a street, you know, street level, not recognized by anybody title. Like, it's weird. Uh, I mean, it's rec- by, recognized by all the racing fans in Tokyo, but, you know, just silly whereas like with with the first one there is a point you know there's there's he's an undercover cop doing some shit you know trying to stop this criminal organization even though it's dumb as as you know all get out yeah there's at least a story and a drive for the story and there's this one i just i can't there he does yeah i would yeah i can agree that sean kind of does just fall into this uh a little bit but yeah it, he just it, stumbles it, head he first like or balls first, really. Han, like, gives him a chance really out of nowhere. Like, basically, Han has near unlimited funds, apparently. Because yeah. he's just, he could, it's a car. I want to know what he's made out of. The government in the first film is complaining about a $17,000 waste <laughs> of money or whatever. And he's just like, ah, hey, fuck it. You just wrecked about you know, $100,000 worth of car. Eh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a car. It's just a car. Huh. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't like the. I don't like the characters. I don't like the story. I don't like all the fucking the the toxic masculinity is even so much worse in this film than it was in the first two, which is just yeah. really weird to me because I thought it couldn't get worse than the first two, but <laughs> they somehow found their way to put their foot right in their mouth. The, the weakest entry so far for me, and one and a half stars. Like I, I'm really surprised by all the people who came back from this. You know, Justin Lin, Chris Morgan. Sung Tang, I get like uh, Han's a lot of fun, and, and again, I, I understand why Justin Lin and Chris Morgan come back because you know Justin Lin, very talented director, and he's going to prove himself, especially going forward. But like from this first film, I'm just like, wow, like your other two directors put up competent films. This is also a competent film, but it's just pointless and bled to me. Like, wow, yeah. why? Sure, I, I don't it, get it. I, I will agree that it, it was not necessary. But honestly, I'm not so sure that the first two were either. So. <laughs> That's fair. That is totally fair. I, I mean, I, I I'm in agreement there. That yeah, we haven't we haven't yet to get to a film where I'm just like gripped. As I right. said, this was this is still the moment when when I was marathoning Fast and Furious years ago, where I'm just like, this is stupid, it's fucking dumb. Why am I doing this? Like texting my brother brother angrily, like I'm just doing this to piss you off. Like. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Yeah, so we're we're still in that phase right now where I'm just like, I don't know why you like these films. They're just dumb. You know, you know that's gonna change everybody when you come back in the next couple of weeks. Uh, you'll hear a happier a happier voice. I'm assuming. Right. Don't hate us for disliking this movie. Hey, do you think it's possible in editing to 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 put this like just smack it right in the middle of what we've been recording? If you want to support us. <laughs> If you want to support the show, one thing you could do is go to Apple Podcasts, write a review, or, or rate us. That'd be great because those ratings help new people come in, and that, that'd be awesome. Another thing you could do is you could go to patreon.com slash greenfaceless, and you could you know uh, give us your hard-earned money if you'd like, and we would like that, but we still do the show for free. That's my... Strange, strange pitch for Patreon. What's our lowest tier again? It's like $2 a month. $2. 
two dollars a month. month. Like you, you've been saying that that gives you four episodes. That technically gives you eight episodes with the the uh, around eight. You know, it depends on the weeks, really. Oh, you're right. You're right. What am I? Thinking? Yeah. So that's a two dollars divided by. Yeah. It, exactly. Good math. Why good math. I know it was bad math. Now it's good math. Exactly. <laughs> but on the spot, you went down to a quarter, like just like that. It's a quarter an episode. Like we're giving you two cents for a quarter. You know that's yeah. that's probably been used by many people before, but I'm sure I've used it already. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't pull that out of the hat. I think I actually think I I've yeah. already said that on the episode before in one of our pitches. Go to Patreon.com/slash Green and Faceless, everybody. Check it everybody. out. Tell your friends. Now, where were we? <laughs> I think we were wrapping it up. I think that that's actually the the show. Uh, okay. I have I've been the Green Traveler, <laughs> and I have been the Faceless Leon. I let me say that again. You don't have to cut it out. I'll just say it again. The Faceless Leon. Oh. Safe travels and good night. <laughs> Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks19. If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.